over there particularly uh, for both families here. Uh, isn't it wonderful to be able to give thanks for the gift of life and for seeing how God is uh, already touching and blessing these two families. And uh, we're, we're excited and thrilled to uh, see what comes of both with Theodore and with Remy as they grow up and uh, our prayer is they grow into a, a real, live, active faith in God. And uh, that is such a, a precious thing. You know, giving thanks is such an important thing. Uh, thankfulness uh, is really what I want to speak about today. I think uh, most of us can recognize that parenting has its highs and its lows. It can be tough at times. It's not just about being part of the sleep deprivation club that uh, Prince William uh, welcomed Harry and Meghan into this week. Certainly that does have its place. Um, but parenting can and often is totally, totally absorbing, really. You have children and it feels like you enter a tunnel for 18, 20, 20-odd 20 years as you're bringing up your children and they're involved in clubs and all that sort of stuff and uh, exams. And yeah, Emma and I, we're sort of, in one sense, coming towards an end of that season. Our boys are 18 and 21, uh, eight, 17 and 20, nearly 18 and 21, and uh, A-levels and university and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, it just flies past. Flies past. Of course, parenting, though, never really stops. I think I saw and spotted some of the older ones, uh, older members even here this morning going, yeah, but actually it doesn't stop when they're 18 or 21. You know, that goes on forever. You know, uh, if you were to ask some of our senior members here, I won't ask you to identify yourselves, but uh, they may tell you about their baby. Uh, their baby who's five foot six or six foot tall and perhaps is in their 30s or even their 40s or their 50s. And, uh, uh, you know, parenting goes on forever. And uh, being thankful as parents, finding ways to express thankfulness is so important. It helps us with having a, a good, healthy perspective as we are doing such an important role, even when our children are uh, that much older in their lives. And, you know, that's part of who we want to be as a church family. It's part of our culture as a church is we want to be a people who are known for their thankfulness, who enjoy expressing and uh, appreciating uh, all that we have, expressing our thankfulness throughout our lives. Uh, we want to do that because we understand it's part of what the Bible has to say. You know, if, uh, if you were to look up in your Bible, you don't need to uh, find a Bible and look this up at this point, but... Uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, it says, Give thanks in every circumstance. I don't know about you, I find that really challenging. In every circumstance, give thanks? Well, yeah, it's fair enough. It's fairly easy to give thanks when things are going well. But in every circumstance? In Colossians, it says, be thankful. It doesn't give you any more advice than that. It just says, be thankful. I think, well... There must be something in this thankfulness. And uh, so I thought, you know, as all good preachers do nowadays when researching a preach, I thought I would get onto Google and uh, I typed in thankful parenting. Now, I really wasn't expecting to find very much using just those two words in a search engine. So I can't quite remember how many millions it was hits which came up 
on that search. But it was like, wow. And so I just looked at a few of these websites, and there were reports from psychologists about the power of thankfulness. And there was so much there to do with the power of thankfulness, of uh, bringing up children and parenting in ways where children know they are loved and appreciated for who they are. And it's like, wow, okay, there's a lot there. And uh, clearly thankfulness is thought of as being good. It's a great thing to have. It's a great tool in parenting. That's what a number of these websites were saying. It's, hey, thankful parenting is a really important thing. But you know what? The Bible started this. The Bible actually gives us some clues. And so, if you have a Bible with you, you'd be very welcome to turn to the book of Colossians. If you haven't, don't worry, because I'm going to read from it anyway. Uh, So you can just uh, uh, listen in. And in chapter 3 of Colossians, verse 12, it says this. Therefore, when you get a therefore, he's summing up something. He's summing up an argument, a conversation. He's drawing a number of threads together. This is Paul writing to the church in Colossae. Therefore, as God's chosen people, so he's writing to Christians, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive what grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of God, of Christ, dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom and as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart's to God, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And so in the middle of this passage, we just have those two words, or three words, and be thankful. Doesn't actually help much, does it? How do you do thankful parenting? How, how do you generate thankfulness? How, where do you get an attitude of gratitude from? How can you develop that? Where does it start? Well, I'd like to suggest to us that this passage gives us a few clues. You see, that command and be thankful is preceded by a verse. Sorry, I'm being instructed I need to use the handheld. Not sure why. That one's dead. Okay. If we were to read this passage more widely, as we just have, we will see uh, in the preceding verse, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. Well, where do we find the peace of Christ? If thankfulness has got some, if it's linked in somehow to the peace of Christ, where do we find the peace of Christ? Well, we could go back a bit further in the passage, and we come across... These phrases about the love of God. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Wow. Dearly loved. 
Did you know if you're a Christian here, if you've put your faith in Jesus as your Saviour and your Lord, you are dearly loved. You're cherished. Just like Tim and Nadia and Ian and Jade would want to cherish their children, as any parent would want to cherish their child. Actually, the reality is we have a Father in heaven who dearly loves us. Dearly loves us. Dearly loved children. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Wow. What does it mean to be dearly loved? Well, in Christ, what it means is this. That while we, because of what we'd done wrong, we were alienated from God. We couldn't know God as Father. We couldn't know the love of God because of what we'd done wrong, because of what we call sin in the Bible, because of how that separated us from Almighty God. And the Bible tells us, and this is love, that Christ died for our sins. Christ, holy, perfect, pure, spotless, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, died for our sins. This is love. If we want to know what love is, if we want to know how much God as Father loves us, look at Jesus. Look at the cross of Christ. Look at the price he paid. Perfect and spotless, yet covered in the sin of the world. Wow. That's love. And that's the love which Almighty God wants each and every one of us to enjoy. And that's the type of love which is the foundation for being able to foster an attitude of gratitude, for being able to be thankful. You know, we can all uh, make ourselves thankful. We can all try harder and harder to be thankful. But, you know, when we've received unconditional love, when we know we're approved and cherished, when we know that deep inner sense of, wow, I'm valued, I'm secure, I'm safe. All those things that Tim and Nadia and Ian and Jade would want for their children, as with any parent here, in that place we can foster thankfulness and we can start to express it. Will this make parenting any easier? Ooh, we're not sure. We're not sure. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. It won't make it any easier in terms of there'll still be life's challenges. There'll still be situations where things go wrong. There'll be moments where you go, oh no, they did that. Ian and Jade. Tim and Nadia, don't know if you've yet experienced one of those moments. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be more to come, I can assure you. That's okay. Will it end all problems? No. Will it change how we deal with those situations? Absolutely yes. 
Absolutely, yes. If we understand who we are, if we understand and enjoy the grace of God, the love of God, the unconditional love of God, then yes, absolutely, it will change our perspective as we look to do the same with our children, as we look to express our thankfulness to our children. Psychologists say when children grow up in a thankful household, where thankfulness is expressed to the child for them and their circumstances, that children are more likely to be content. They're more likely to be secure, more able to deal with life's challenges. They're more likely to have a greater appreciation of the world around them, the physical world, other people, the blessings and privileges they have and the opportunities which they have too. They'll probably be less entitled more peaceful, humble and responsive and have a bigger perspective, a better perspective on life, resulting in a greater enjoyment of life. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty good to me. Great model for parenting. How do we do that? Well, it starts with us growing in thankfulness. When we're truly thankful, we will reflect that to those around us. And of course, we can be intentional about that. We can create opportunities as parents to express real thankfulness. It could be at mealtimes where we say thank you for the food. It's so easy to do tar, par, amen, one of the shorter graces you'll find. <laughs> Don't know who does that. <clears throat> um, but actually, to say thank you, God, you are our provider. You are the one who provides for us. We want to acknowledge your provision without doing a long sermon on it, to express that at mealtimes. Thank you for this provision today. We don't take it for granted. We know it may have come from Aldi or Waitrose or Sainsbury's or wherever you like to shop, but actually it's your provision over our lives. You provide for us. That's a great thing to do with children. It's a great thing to do, though, when your children aren't there as well. For special moments. To take a moment where you've seen a fantastic sunset or something incredible has happened in one of your family's life. To say, well done and thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for what we've just seen. But also for the normal of everyday life. Harder to find, yet just as significant. Finding those opportunities to express thankfulness, to acknowledge how God has loved us. Answers to prayer. Another great way of expressing thankfulness. Not just praying, please prayers, but recognizing as God answers prayers. Thank you. Thank you, God, for how you've intervened in our lives. They're all powerful ways. They're powerful ways for us as adults to teach our children, to model to our children thankfulness. We can be thankful. We can express thanks in every circumstance. Even when things go bad, we can still express thanks for aspects. We have to hunt a bit harder. We don't express thanks for what's gone wrong necessarily, but we can express thanks for God's protection in when something's gone wrong, for God's provision, or all sorts of other things. We can express thanks to people who help us. 
There's many ways. Friends, thankfulness is such a powerful tool. It's immense. That's why it's in there. That's why scripture reflects it. You can find similar commands in many other parts of the Bible. It starts, though, with understanding who we are. Loved children of Almighty God. It starts with fostering that attitude of gratitude to him for all that he is, for all that he has done. God's love creates a framework from which we can express gratitude and enjoyment of his provision. Can I encourage each one of us to explore that love further? It's so deep, you know, there's a children's song, it's so high you can't get over it, it's so wide you can't get around of it, etc. It's true, it's a simple truth. God's love is more than sufficient for any and every one of us in this room and the world. It is total. Can I encourage you? If you don't know the love of God yet, ask God to reveal himself to you. He will. It's a powerful prayer. It's a dangerous prayer. God, would you reveal yourself to me? Of course, if he does, then you've got to acknowledge him. It's a challenge, therefore. For those of us who already know something of the love of God, why not ask for more? Why not explore it more deeply? Let it meet those deepest needs. Let it complete us. And in so doing, we will become more and more a thank-filled people, a thankful people, expressing our thanks in every way, in every day, in each and every situation throughout our lives. I'd like to uh, finish at that point by praying a prayer of blessing. A prayer of blessing, we find them in the Bible. Uh, If you want to receive it, you can. You can say amen at the end. If you don't, that's fine. You don't need to say anything. If you've got children with you, you may want to be repeating that over your child as well. You may want to be praying that for your children at this moment. Even if they're not in the room, you can be praying that. So I'm going to lead us in prayer. Father, we thank you for your amazing love. We thank you for your amazing grace. And we want to learn more and more what it is to be a thank-filled and a thankful people. And so even now, I pray this prayer blessing over us. Receive the love of God, which is manifest in Jesus Christ, his life, his death, his resurrection and his ascension. May you know the grace of God, the love of God. May you know the love of the heavenly Father, the Father of all fathers. May you know peace which passes all understanding. May you know his Holy Spirit leading you and drawing you into deeper and deeper relationship with the Father. May you know the complete love of God in Christ Jesus. Be blessed. In Jesus' all powerful name.
Amen. 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 Nice one.